welcome to the Wild Menopause Podcast. I'm your host, Diane Shepard, certified holistic sexuality coach with a specialty in the Taoist jade egg practice. I run an online transformational program for women navigating midlife, menopause, and beyond who want to rebirth their lives by reclaiming their sensual pleasure and tapping into the power of their sexual energy. You see, your sexual energy is not just about sex. It's the foundation of everything, your vitality, your health, your creativity, your joy, and so much more. From the Taoist perspective, midlife and menopause is called second spring. It's considered to be a spiritual and sexual rebirth where a woman can realign with her deepest desires, rejuvenate herself, and rebirth her life from the inside out. Learn more about my program, Second Spring Queen, with a link in the show notes. It just might be the holy grail you've been searching for. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the show. Always such a pleasure to have you here and really appreciate it. So good to have you here. Welcome. So I hope you are taking really good care of yourself during these times. These are pretty wild times, right? A lot of energy, a lot of change. We are seriously shifting assembly points. Um, as as a collective in humanity. So um, my take on that is that we need to come home to the body. You've heard me say this before. We, as much as we can, do the practices that work for you, right? To get grounded, to find your center, to uh, find your calm. And some of the things that work for me, I'm going to talk about some very specific tools or tips in this in this episode. But just in general, just getting out in nature more usually helpful for me. Uh, I do breath work, which we are going to talk about a specific type of breath work in this episode. And beauty, right? Surrounding myself with beauty, whether it's art, fresh flowers. Um, we're, we're in the holiday season, so Christmas wreaths and things like that. You know, just really giving myself a moment over a cup of coffee or over a, a glass of wine to just let it sink in and let myself just be nourished by the beauty. That's always super helpful for me. And um, I, I really believe that's like such a tonic for for my um, for my body, for my sensuality. So just kind of play with that music too. Oh my gosh, yeah. Music is another big one for me. Beautiful music. And um, what feels beautiful to me can change day to day, but I do like to have a nice collection of different playlists that I can pull from that really help me find my calm. I'll, I'll link one of my favorite calming playlists for you uh, in the show notes too. So uh, in case you're not in my world in terms of in my program and haven't had access to it, then you can tune into the kind of music that really speaks to me and, and helps me find my calm. So it's always good to share new music with people. So in today's episode, I want to share with you just three simple steps or kind of mini practices really to help you release stress. Now, this could be everyday stress, things that stressed you out during the day. This could be long held chronic stress that gets stored in your body, which can be related to trauma, right? Different trauma from your personal life. This could be trauma passed down to you, ancestral trauma. This could be um, very traumatic experiences that have happened in your life that again can get stored in the body. And I think it's so important if you have had more extreme trauma, whatever um, type that is, you definitely want to start by getting some professional help, right? I am a trauma-informed coach, but I definitely am not a therapist or a trauma specialist. So I always try to really encourage people to get professional help. There are more and more fabulous resources out there now where you can reach out and um, a good place to start, you know, and you could do the things that I share, you can do in conjunction with 
that kind of professional care, but it's always good to have a um, someone who is really deeply educated in in trauma, um, holding space for anything big like that. So, but yeah, these these simple things, these simple practices, really will help you release or integrate these things, <clears throat> and also really cultivate calm and your connection to your sensual pleasure, which I think puts you in the place of power, empowerment on so many levels. You've heard me say that before. And um, I just had a workshop last weekend in my program in the group of the community that I run for women. It's called Second Spring Queen, but we did a, a really fun, beautiful workshop on something I call yin power. So yin power slash kidney love, where we worked with... um some practices a little deeper that I'm going to share here, but this is a kind of an intro to that, if you will, to give you something to, to maybe start this type of work if it if it really calls to you. And I'm getting the reports back that people have found it really calming and centering, and um, they're just feeling more connected to their sensuality, which makes me so happy over the moon to get that feedback. So yeah, um, these practices, you know, are tried and true. They come from the Taoist tradition and um, the Taoist perspective on things. They, they just have so many gems on how to heal, how to really heal and strengthen the body, how to purge and cleanse, but also tone, nourish and build power really and um, <clears throat> do some deep energy work really incredible stuff for healing all kinds of things. And um, so the practices that I share are are largely pulled from that um, discipline or lineage, I should say. And the jade egg practice is part of that, but we worked uh, just specifically with the feet, the kidneys, and using something called the Taoist healing sounds, and we use the breath, right? And... Um, this can be incredibly healing, but also rejuvenating for so many people. You see, from the Taoist perspective, our kidneys are the foundational root of our sexual energy. And you've probably heard me say this many times before, but our sexual energy is not just about sex. It's the foundation of everything. It's really what we want to focus on if we want to thrive. So you can call that libido, if you will. And... Um, or sexual energy, orgasm, multi-orgasmic energy. But this energy, or in Chinese medicine and the Taoist tradition, they call it jing, is really essential, right? Really essential to clear any blocks we have to experiencing this energy and really find ways to cultivate it, to build power, to have that energy build and a way to store it as well. We want to store it in the body so it's there for us as fuel. And that might sound like a lot, but the practices, one of the reasons I love the Taoist approach so much, often the practices are super simple, almost childlike, which is really cool when you think about it, because there's a lot of healing that can come when we can get into a curious childlike space with any kind of practice, because when we are curious, then we have a lot of agency. That's a curious nervous system is a, is a down-regulated nervous system, if you will. It's a place where we actually can learn best and take in information, not just in the head, but in the body. We can receive. It's a place of receiving is, is really what I want to say here. So we can receive the medicine <clears throat> and having it come through the lens of just being playful, keeping it simple. I think that um, 
that's great. And I think that quite often in the wellness world, things get really complicated, things get layered upon, and um, you know, people's egos get involved with things can get very um, convoluted and complicated. And and yeah, what what's the juice? What's the juice of um, the, the real the root that really can have things shift for somebody? Quite often, that thing is a real simple thing. I found to be true. And I think we're all collectively moving away from those more complicated models, right? And the whole guru thing. I did a um, a podcast on this a while back about the whole top-down spirituality approach. I think that's kind of fading away. And people really are looking for simplicity and their own direct line to the secret and to just really claim that so many people are really ready for that, to do the work to clear the paths. Um, not that it's not work. It is simple can be work, but it's really about the simple, um, consistency that, that really helps us again, re do the reconnecting. We need to do the healing we need to do so that we can embody our power in our sensuality, our connection to our body, to the earth, to each other. And, um, again, collectively we're moving that way. I think that, um, there's a big emphasis coming up or already uh, on the the archetype of Taurus, which is, you know, ruled by Venus. We talk a little astrology here, but it is about embodiment. It's about sensuality and pleasure. It's about nature. It's about being the stewards of our own body, you know, cultivating our own body, self-cultivation and cultivating uh, the earth, cultivating relationships in ways that feel good, that feel sustainable. That feel nourishing. And I think we're going to see more and more people interested in that. It's just um, really exciting, actually, you know. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably one of those people who is already on that and uh, <laughs> cultivating your power through pleasure and really learning to fall, fall head over heels in love with yourself and your body because this body is amazing. All right. So, so many gems from the Taoist tradition that can really support us in this, but we're going to keep it super simple in this episode. So you can play, you can really have fun with this. Again, get that childlike curiosity and just try this on for yourself and see how you feel, right? So my first tip for you is to kick off your shoes and socks and get barefoot. <laughs> so I um, really dove deep into barefoot hiking this summer and you don't have to do that. You don't have to be that extreme, but oh my gosh, it it really, it was life-changing. But um, when we are barefoot, we give full range of motion to our feet. First of all, just on a biomechanical level, that's super healthy because it um, gets everything moving as it's designed to move, which is my approach to everything, right? Let the body do what the body is designed to do. And your feet are designed to move a hell of a lot more than they do when they're in shoes. I would say any kind of shoe, really. Now, there's some really great barefoot or minimalist shoes out there, and I do have some of those for the colder months. But as much as possible, I like to get barefoot outside if possible. And uh, I had to work my way up to it, so don't get me wrong. You want to strengthen your feet, but I'll give you some tips on how to do that. But just around your house is is how I started, right? Just kicking off your shoes and socks and just walking around, padding around your your home barefoot is such a beautiful thing that you can do for yourself. So again, just biomechanically, this actually healed really old like knee pain that I had and even hip pain. This has been tremendous for that. I think that full range of motion goes right up and energetically 
fascia-wise, something happened there where everything just feels way stronger and healthier. But also, um, and this is where we get into more the Taoist perspective on things, when we think of terms of reflexology, you have what's called the kidney one point or bubbling spring point at the bottom of your foot. And I'll make sure I have a PDF linked in the show notes for you so you can see what that looks like, where it is. But this acupressure point on the bottom of your foot, you start to massage that. And I'm going to, that's one of the tips, massage that area and um, really start to feel it when you're walking around your house, just feeling that place. It's a portal where you can receive chi, receive earth energy through your feet. Now that might sound a little woo if you're new to talking about energy, but it is real. And the more that you, again, massage that point on your foot and just simply go barefoot more around your house, maybe in your yard, if if, uh, that's calling you and the weather is conducive, you will start to feel your feet become more alive. They actually become more sentient. And this has a tremendous effect on your overall health for so many reasons, right? Grounding is definitely a thing. But um, from for the purposes of this this episode specifically, this point connects to your kidneys, your kidney energy meridian. And it's a way to draw earth energy from the earth, chi, if you will, up into your kidneys, which we're going to talk about next. Now your kidneys, right? So key for healing and so key for really cultivating your sensual and sexual energy. So waking up your feet, you can actually harvest, if you will, earth chi through the feet up into your kidneys as a nourishing practice, as a supporting supportive, I should say, practice that is really subtle and playful. This is probably something you did naturally as a young kid. And it just feels great. So wonderful energizer. And I like to tell people too, like inside, say when you're inside, try out different textures for your feet to play with. Like I have a sheepskin that I use for my yoga practice and just letting your bare feet play with that, like really moving your toes in a way that feels good and pleasurable. That could be lovely. Or I also have some natural fiber rugs, like sisal rugs, I think they're called seagrass, anything like that. It's a little rougher, but that also can be really nice. It gives your feet feedback. And that's what you want to do. Start to give your feet feedback so they start to come more online and wake up. And when they do, it actually does tremendous things for your your sensuality and your sexual energy cultivation. So yeah, kick off your shoes, go barefoot and um, exercise those feet. Just move the toes, do some heel lifts, and um, over time, you will just strengthen your whole foot and your ankle as well. It's really amazing. So my second tip is to breathe into your kidneys. Now, you want to find your kidneys. Again, I'll have a little PDF for you where they are, what they look like in your body. But you want to find, with your own hands, you want to find your kidneys. Again, these are the battery packs for your sexual energy. These are the roots of your your sexual wellness, the foundation of sexual wellness. So finding your kidneys with your hands, and then you're just simply going to breathe into your kidneys as if your kidneys are lungs. So just slow, deep breaths in through the nose, out through the nose. I like four counts in, four counts out. It's really lovely. Just breathing into your kidneys. This is a um, a very basic variation on something called kidney breathing, which is one of the foundational practices in the jade egg practice. And over time, you might start to feel this energy really start to build. 
And a lot of people feel this as a really grounding energy. A former client of mine and friend used to call it Zen pleasure. It's like a very grounded type of energy that we're, we're, we're cultivating here from the earth and, and the kidneys together. Um, it's so different from a super turned on, excited energy, which that's fun. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's not sustainable, right? So what we're talking about here is a much more sustainable and nourishing and healing and balancing type of, of energy that we want to build power with, sustainable power. And this will have a, a lasting effect. First of all, it's going to help you balance your hormones. When you breathe into your kidneys, your adrenal glands sit right on top. So it's going to calm your adrenal glands down because it sends signals of safety to your body. And here's why, again, from the Taoist perspective, our kidneys are where we tend to store fear. And that could be fear of survival. This could be like scarcity mindset. And this can go back generations. This could be, you know, scarcity types of fear um, through your family line. This can be where we store guilt and shame, which are also connected to fear. So there could be a lot there stored in the kidneys. And we start to breathe in the kidneys, into the kidneys. We start to liberate that energy. And here's the thing from the Taoist perspective, again, energy doesn't die, but it can move and it can transform. And when you start to breathe into any part of the body, and you can, you breathe into any part of the body, it starts to liberate whatever, whatever energy is harboring there, maybe stuck, stagnant energy that is blocking your pleasure, blocking your sexual energy. This can definitely be um, part of why kidney breathing is so powerful. We all have um, emotional energy stuck, you know, frozen, if you will, in the kidneys. So just simply breathing into your kidneys will start to thaw those places out and it'll transform into aliveness. Again, a nice, beautiful, calm energy most people report. And I definitely feel that. And it's very sustainable. And to take that a step further, here comes tip three, is to use what is called the Taoist healing sound for the kidneys. Now, there are different healing sounds. These are vibrational healing sounds that really help you um, liberate any stuck energy in different parts of the body. In this case, we're talking about your kidneys, right? So the healing sound that is said to really help liberate and move stuck chi in the flavor of fear, scarcity, even guilt and shame is this. It's like C-H-O-O-O. So simply again, barefoot, right? Breathing that energy in through your feet, into your kidneys on the inhale and exhale. So just giving that a try, take that on as a daily practice and just see how you feel. Just five minutes can make a big difference. What I found to be true is a simple practice like this can really be life-changing if you take it on and just get consistent with it. It really, it might sound strange and feel strange in the beginning. You know, it might take time for your feet to wake up and for your kidneys to wake up. By that, I mean, just kind of come back online in terms of the brain-body connection. But once they do, you'll start to hopefully feel what I'm talking about here and uh, be a believer. But it's such a wonderful daily maintenance practice in terms of energy hygiene, of just purging what's not yours, right? Letting it go and really 
inviting in vitality, inviting in sensual energy, sexual energy to support you in your life. So powerful. And what I've also found to be true is this can be a really deep practice for releasing long-held chronic stress and trauma from the body, uh, which again, wreaks havocs on our hormones and adrenal fatigue. So many women are, are really suffering from that kind of thing, and especially at midlife, menopause and beyond. So this is such a great practice to, to start with, a real simple one that you can start to just connect to your feet, connect to your kidneys and use that sound and, you know, just see, see if that um, feels good in your body. So that's all for now. I'm going to cap it here and um, I will catch you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show and you want to know more, you're curious, maybe you're wondering if my program, Second Spring Queen, is a good fit for you right now. Set up a free Pleasure Queen activation session. You'll see a link for that in the show notes. In that free session, we'll meet one-on-one and I'll guide you through a body-based practice where you can connect to your inner Pleasure Queen and get really clear on your desires for your third chapter. And you'll get a real sense of what my work is all about and how I can serve you and whether or not it's a good fit for you at this particular time. And if you know a woman or women in your life that would really benefit from what I'm sharing here on the show, please share the love, pass it along. All right, that's all for now. I'll catch you next time. Take care.